Hey there, welcome back to Focus on Winning. My name is Ashraf. Today I'll be talking about how to choose your career after graduate. And to drop this value bomb on this topic, I have brought Georgia Woodbine on the mic. She's an author, speaker, change agent, and lifestyle transformation coach. She has been featured in media outlets, including the Daily News, Huffington, Huffington Post, Rolling Out Magazine, and so much more. She's also known as one of the world's most leading authority in personal and professional development and has helped to motivate and inspire an entire generation. So the real question is this. How would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, Join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. All right, Georgia, say hello to our listeners and share one thing about yourself that most people don't know. Hello, as you said, my name is Georgia Woodbine, and yes, I am a change agent. Um, one thing that people might not know about me, hmm, you know, I'm pretty transparent most of the times, uh, but I really love live music. That is something that I really, wow. really enjoy. Live music, go in and see live bands. I like it live. <laughs> live dance? Yeah. Y- 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 You mean like you're going to concert like that? Yes, live music. I love live music. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. of course, because live music is more natural to hear instead of studio room, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like raw. <laughs> yeah. You can hear every sound, every instrument, every guitar, every piano, every bass. It's just, it's just phenomenal. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And all right, Georgia, as I mentioned in the intro, we are going to talk about how to choose your career after graduate. And, you know, since I'm still a college student and I have three more years to graduate, I think this is the best time to talk about choosing a career. Well, not just for me, but for my for my friends, too, who are still studying. Okay. Yeah. I think let's let's first talk about the the challenges that people have when it comes to choosing a career. What makes it so hard to choose a career that is right for them? Well, I always talk about how people live by default or by the power of intention. And so what that means is a lot of times in life, you'll choose a career based on what your parents have said or people around you have said, this is the career you should go with because you'll get paid or, you know, this is the career you should go with because it'll be sustainable in the economy. So I think that a lot of times people choose careers for the wrong reasons. And so I wrote a book called How to Choose Your Career Path, Charting Your Success. And I wrote that book because when I was back in college, I really did not know what I really wanted to do. I mean, I went to school for computer science because people always said, you know, go in the computer field. That's always going to be around. You'll always keep a job. And so that's the career, the career that I chose. But is that the career that was really meant for me? 
no, because I'm not even doing that right now. And I went to school for that. <laughs> so one of the things that I teach in my in my book, How to Choose a Career Path, is to align the things that interest you. Because if you pursue a career that with things that you already like to do, chances are you'll stick that out. And so you should always look at some of the different industries and things that you might enjoy, things that you might love to do, and figure out how you could make it a match and how you can make it fit together. Now, I always talk about the three types of people in the world, right? And then mm-hmm. these three people are misplaced achievers. Who are misplaced achievers? Misplaced achievers are people that are on a job that they shouldn't be on. They're not getting paid the right amount of money. Um, they feel that there's more to their life, but they can't fight, quite find it. Um, those are misplaced achievers. What are successfully discontent people? Those are people that, you know, may have went to school for something that makes a lot of money, but then they don't feel like they have a life of purpose. So they are successfully discontent. They're making the money, but they don't feel that they have a life of purpose. What's the third category of people? Those are the successful achievers. Those are people that have figured out their passion, their talent, their skills, their natural abilities. They have tied them all together and they have chosen their career path. So they are successful achievers. So they're making money doing what they love. And all of you, I'm sure, wants to be in that third category of successful achievers. So it's really important to to figure out um, who you are and what you want. And the way to choose your career path is to figure out what kind of mindset you have, because I don't know if you know about the mindset there, but there are two different types of mindsets that each person has. And one is either the fixed mindset or the growth mindset. And so these two mindsets pretty much shapes your life. And a fixed mindset comes from the belief that your qualities are carved in stone. Like this is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be. My life is never going to change. This is what I'm going to have to deal with. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is comes from the belief that your basic qualities are carved by the things you can cultivate through effort. So that's having a growth mindset. So what is? let me break it down to you like this. A fixed mindset is someone who says, you know what? Either I'm good at this or I'm not. Right. Like either I could do this or I can't do this or either I don't like to be challenged because it's just too much work. It's just too much effort I have to put into this. That's having a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is someone that says, you know what? I failed at this course. So, you know what? I'm not going to try it again. I'm going to change my major. That doesn't work for me. That's having a fixed mindset. Now, let's talk about what what's having a growth mindset, because that's really where you want to get to having a growth mindset so you can choose the career path that is right for you. A growth mindset is someone that says, I can learn anything I want to as long as I put my mind to it. A growth mindset is someone that says, I want to be challenged because when I challenge, I'm challenged, I'm grow, I'm evolving, I'm learning. A growth mindset is someone that says, you know what? I may have failed at this, but I'm going to try something else. Maybe that wasn't right for me, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying something until it works. So you have to understand what your mindset is when you're approaching choosing your career. I love you. About begin with mindset about choosing a career. I mean, mindset can affect your your career because if you have fixed mindset, you you might not get a dream job if you if you say like that, right? 
how to how to fix the the fixed mindset i mean how to change fixed mindset into growth mindset Absolutely. There are many things that you can do. And so one of the things that I share with having a growth mindset is to set goals, because when you set goals, that kind of motivates you to pursue your goals, because what happens when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. If you don't have your goals written down, if you don't have it on post-it notes in front of you on your mirror, you have to see this every day. So, you know, okay, I'm going to set a goal that and, and you don't have to go extreme. Start with short-term goals. Short, start with goals, a three-month goal, and then a six-month goal, and then a nine-month goal, and then a 12-month goal. So start with small baby goals, and then that way, once you accomplish those small goals, you can set new ones. Another way to, to avoid the fixed mindset is to speak positive affirmations to yourself. What is positive affirmations? They're words that you speak to yourself that you affirm, because what happens is psychologically, once you start speaking out these positive words of affirmation to yourself, you start to believe them. And once you start to believe them, you start to take action. And once you start to take action, you start to see results. So speaking positive affirmations, like I'll give you an example. I am I'm powerful. Um, I can achieve anything that I want. Um, I am productive. You know, I am intelligent. Mm -hmm. I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. So these are just some words of affirmations that you have to constantly, constantly speak to yourself. Why? Because most people don't realize this, but the average person only uses 10% of their brain power. So only 10% of your brain power. So think about that. If you think you're so smart right now, you're only using 10%. So imagine if you start to get into that untapped 90% of brain power that you have not even tapped into that 90%, that's where your creativity is, that 90%, that's where your passion is, that's where your purpose is, that's where your skill sets are, your talents, your natural abilities, that 90%, there's so much in that 90%, but you're only using that 10%. So this, these are ways that you're going to start to Tap into that 90% by speaking positive affirmations. Another exercise that you can do is meditation. Meditation mm -hmm. is so uh, productive and important. And a lot of people have not tapped into it. And they say, you know what? I don't know how to meditate. I don't know how to start. Listen, all you have to do is find a silent place in your home, somewhere quiet, close your eyes, breathe, breathe in and out, take deep breaths, take three deep breaths and close your eyes and just try to relax your mind. Why? Because you're so inundated with so much information daily, internet, news, television, iPhones, this, that. You are so consumed by so much negativity all day long. You have to learn how to silence your mind and you have to learn to put it and get it to a place where you could really start to concentrate and to focus and to figure out what do I want to do with my life? Why am I here? What is it that gives me great joy when I wake up in the morning? What is it that makes me just gives me a zest for life? And once you can start to focus and laser in on those things, that's when you're going to start tapping into that 90% of untapped potential. Awesome. So let me recap it for a quick review. So one of the challenges that people have is having a fixed mindset. And we also can change that fixed mindset by, by doing three things, right? 
which is set goals, speak positive, and meditation. So, and I also want to add that for speaking positive, I think that if you speak positive to a more specifically, I mean, like, I am smart in what? In math subject, in physics subject, it will be more effective to you. So that's what I think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have to apply it to yourself and what what you as a person. So what what's good for someone else might not be good for you. So your positive affirmations are supposed to be applied to you and what you um, your abilities, you know, your skill sets, your natural abilities, your gifts, your talents, because you know what? We're all born with them. OK, now I am a national speaker. Um, I'm a life coach. Um, I'm an author. Did I know when I was your age, I was going to be an author and write books? No. (laughs) You know what I mean? So as you evolve in life, you start to grow and you start to realize that you have natural abilities. Now, did I always love to write? I always loved to write. But because I I did it so well and it was a natural ability, I didn't realize it was a gift. I didn't realize it was something that I could get paid to do. So because a lot of times in life we have natural abilities that come so easy to us that we don't even realize that this is something substantial to you that you could offer to other people and make a career out of it. And that's what happened to me. I love that. So so you just, just went to the flow. Is that what you mean? Well, when I started out, okay, so I'll tell you, I started out writing. Um, I would always walk around with a little notepad and I would always write things down. That would come to my mind. Then um, I started a business, a copywriting business, where I would write back panel copies for publishing companies. Um, and then after that, I started, uh, oh, actually before that, I was working in the entertainment industry where I was writing bios and press releases for people. So as you see, as I evolved, I was always doing the writing piece. So it evolved to different things. So I'm not saying you're going to know, boom, it's going to hit you one day. Like, this is what I, you know, you may have to go through different things to really um, hatch out what your strengths are and what you're really good at. So I started out doing copywriting and then I started out, um, you know, writing things for other people like bios, press releases, things like that, proposals. And then I branched out into doing my own thing. And then it then it evolved to me writing books. So that's what was the evolution of my writing. Copywriting into writer, into coach. Wow. You have a, <laughs> you have a great transformation, I, I can say. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? I, I love what I do. And so that my, my purpose, and, and another thing I want to add is everybody should have a mission statement for their life. So what is a mission statement? You've heard of that, right? You hear organizations when people go for jobs and interviews, they're like, oh, Go check out the company. Find out what their mission statement is. Find out what the company is about um, so that when you go into your interview, you know exactly what to say to this person. So mm-hmm. non-for-profits have mission statements, organizations, corporations have mission statements. So why shouldn't you have a mission statement for your life? Why shouldn't you have an, an individualized mission statement of what you intend to create? So I'll give you an example of what a mission statement is. It's a short statement. It's something this could also be tied into your affirmation, by the way. So I'm going to give you an example of my mission statement. So my mission statement is I, Georgia Woodbine, am here to empower, motivate and inspire one million plus people to change their mindsets, to transform their lives. 
That is my mission statement. So what does this mean? That means that this is my affirmation. So this means that everything that I do, everything that I attach myself to, everything that I'm a part of ties into that mission statement. So that mission statement, what it does, it gives you focus of your life, meaning what you should spend your time doing. What are time wasters? Um, And and we're going to get into that time management piece, too, which is very, very crucial to your success. But, yeah, you have to figure out where you're losing time, where you need to manage your time and where you need to focus your time. For the listeners, this is a part one series of how to choose your career after graduate. And for the next episode, we will be going deep dive into this topic, basically about how to, what kind of personality we should have in order to get into our dream job, how to manage our lives so that we can live the life that we love. So stay tuned for the next episode. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.